You're listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode 126. Hey, I'm super excited today to talk to you guys, well, talk to you guys about mindset with Emily Stewart. Emily is an incredible wedding photographer. She's actually a student of mine inside the Six Figure Business Map. And she's only joined a few months ago and I've already seen her grow leaps and bounds and her positive energy is infectious. So of course, I wanted to get her onto the podcast so I can spread some of that positivity to you. And I know you're going to get a lot from this. So we're talking about mindset because she's on the self-development path right now where she's working on herself, bettering herself and trying to get herself in the right position to really move her business forward and I guess like progress her life, which a lot of us are in that process. You know, whether we know it or not, we're all seeking a higher level of ourselves and trying to do better tomorrow than we did yesterday. And I think that's really important. Now, mindset is something that I will talk about a lot. And in this episode, we talk about imposter syndrome. We talk about the language that we use, you know, to speak to ourselves, the stories that we use. We talk about limiting beliefs and what that actually means and so much more. So I know you're going to get a lot from it. And if nothing else, I think this conversation is just a little bit motivating and inspiring. And it makes me want to go and take action and become more self-aware and think about my mindset. So I really know you're going to enjoy it. So you can actually find her at emily.steward on Instagram if you want to say hi and scroll her Instagram whilst you're listening to this episode. And you can find me at jialong.co. And if you want to share this on your Insta stories, please do. I'll make sure that I'll reshare it and um, drop me a message if you resonate with anything in this actual episode. Now, before we get started, don't forget the Wedding Photography Summit is coming up in just a few short weeks. If you're not on the wait list for it, you're going to miss out on a lot of bonuses. So head over to weddingphotographysummit.com, put your email address in there, and you're going to be first on the list to be able to buy front row seats and also all the bonuses that come with the $7 ticket and the $47 ticket. If you don't know what the Wedding Photography Summit is, it is literally the biggest wedding photography workshop in the world. It's virtual. You can do it anywhere. You are going to be able to tune in and listen to 10 amazing speakers. And I'm one of them, to be honest. So yeah, nine other amazing speakers, but whatever. And I think you're going to get a lot from it. We're putting so much work into this summit and we want to make sure that we're celebrating the community with you guys. We're making sure you've got the tools that you need, making sure that you're in the right mindset, you've got the right framework to be able to really conquer 2022 because there's going to be so much work for so many people as the pandemic lifts and so many things change. So make sure you're in the right position to conquer everything that next year brings. Without further ado, let's get in and chat with Emily. Hey, Emily, so good to have you on the show. I talked to you a few months ago, actually, it's probably a few weeks ago at Pricing of Purpose Workshop. And we kind of touched a little bit on mindset and a few things there. And I think the audience really loved it. So I wanted to get you on the podcast to sort of follow up and chat about those things. But how are you? And welcome to the show. 
Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's like a dream come true to be on your podcast. So I'm really excited. I'm doing really well. It is seven in the evening here. So it's a little bit of a different time change, but yeah, doing really, really well. That's awesome. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? I know you've been a wedding photographer for a long time and you've been doing a lot of things, but if you can just introduce yourself so I know who you are, and then we're going to dive in and we'll talk about mindset and everything around that. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Emily Stewart. I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I started my business when I was 15, uh, which is actually about 10 years ago to the month, which is crazy to me that it's already been 10 years. Um, and so I, I took a class. Yeah, I took a class in high school and both my parents had owned their own businesses. And so they just kind of taught me the value as I grew up of, you know, being your own boss. And so from when I was 15, I just decided to go ahead and start charging people and I just haven't ever stopped. So all throughout college and um, now it's my full-time job and now I'm primarily doing weddings. So I would love to do more destinations, but right now I'm really kind of focused in on Tulsa and the Midwest and then, you know, hope to in the next few years really, you know, expand. So that's so cool. So you're telling me that you've been a photographer and had a business for 10 years now. Yeah. Which is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's so crazy. So since you were 15, so you were basically just an entrepreneur at heart and um, obviously with your parents' help as well. And Mm -hmm. you were just like, Hey man, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to work for myself. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. And my, my dad is an accountant, which is like super helpful. So he can help me with all of the like numbers and things I'm really not good at. So I really feel like that has a lot to do with my, you know, where I'm at now is like, they were really able to help me get there. So. So cool. So cool to have that support because a lot of the times, yeah. especially if people have parents that are professionals, they want them to follow in their footsteps. So it's amazing yeah. that you yeah. have the freedom to sort of chase what you want to chase. Yeah. And I have always had their support. My mom actually, before, before we just hopped on, she texted me like a little gif and she said, or gif, you know, whatever way you say it. Um, <laughs> and she said, she's like, I'm supporting you. I'm rooting for you. And I was like, Oh, this is awesome. They've always been supportive. And I just really treasure that. So shout out to Emily's mom. <laughs> yes. She'll love this. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. So yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about mindset today. I'm really, really excited to talk to you about this. Myself and yourself are not experts in this because this is, I don't know if anyone is. (laughs) Yeah, really. Yeah. But but this is something that we both are passionate about. And I think what's interesting is what I've seen with entrepreneurs that have been around for a long time, they generally realize that mindset is the thing that changes the game and it's a long process, right? So for yourself, you've been an entrepreneur for 10 years and I've you know, had businesses for years and years and years. And I think for myself, I've been working on it for a long time and people don't realize, but for yourself, how long have you sort of been aware that your mindset is something that you really need to look after and you need to work on and and change? Oh man, that's such a good question. To be honest, it's really just been this last year. I can almost like feel the day that I kind of decided like, oh, like this is Tell actually... me about this day. I want to know this day. Yeah. So I remember I, I had just signed up to uh, work with another business coach and it wasn't a photography business coach. Um, it was just kind of more of a general business coach. And she was, she was really awesome. And this was kind of the first time that she really introduced to me this idea that the way that we think about ourselves, the way what we believe about ourselves actually has a huge, huge 
part in where we go and what we do. And I, I just remember thinking like, wait, what? That's crazy. And I remember getting this, this book called you are a badass of making money. And I mention this every single time that we chat, but I, love it. I, I can picture, I, I have a porch and I have like a little love seat. And I always, my like, my happy place is just reading there, like laying down reading. And I've got wind chimes in the back and I can remember the specific day um, where I read this book and it just like hit me. I was like, Oh my gosh, I have been standing in my way for so long. And a lot of it had to do with what I believed about money and what I believed about success and what I believed I was capable of. And so I just remember, and, and of course that is accumulation, so many different conversations and everything. But I just remember this specific moment of like <laughs> laying down on my little love seat on my porch and just thinking like, Oh, it's finally clicking. This mm-hmm. makes so much sense. So I was going to yeah. say that because I think, and I was actually talking to Morgan about this a little while ago. A lot of the times we we see quotes online and we hear podcasts or we read books and it's at the wrong time. And so it doesn't yeah. land on us. And sometimes it might sound cheesy. Sometimes it sounds, you know, like, like whatever it is, but when it, it lines and it clicks and it lands at the exact right time that you need that advice, mm. or you need mm-hmm. that shift or whatever yeah. it is. It all really does make sense. So do you feel like for you, there were so many times when maybe mindset came up or where, you know, someone was talking about limiting beliefs yeah. or they're talking about these things, but for you, it kind of just fell on deaf ears until you were actually ready and accepting of like a new idea and you're ready for growth as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is so true. Like, I wonder if I could, if I could go back and kind of like play through the conversations that I've had with um, important family and friends and important mentors, like how often that came up maybe in different ways that I just didn't Mm. see. Um, And it is funny because I mean, it is kind of like the law of attraction. Like once you start noticing it, it's everywhere, you know? And it's like, oh, like, it's not that it is all of a sudden, like all around us, but it's like, now I see it, you know? And so I definitely, definitely think that it was just really like the right time that I was kind of introduced to the idea that mindset really plays an important role on my own success. Were you just like me where you grew up and people would tell you like, Hey, to be successful, you just need the right mindset (laughs) and you need to, you know, like you're holding yourself back and you need to be thinking different. And you're like, "Mm, yeah, I don't know what that means. Like what's the strategy though? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, you know, and also I grew up in a very conservative area. And I think that a lot of my idea of success had to do with like being an older white man. (laughs) And that's something, man, that's something I've really had to deconstruct. And that's something that I really worked on with my, my previous business coach last year, where she was like, well, you know, where are these limiting beliefs coming from that like you can't be successful? And I was like, oh, like, a lot of the only people I've seen like become successful have been like older white men who have worked really, really long for what they've gotten. Mm. And I think that that really held me back from being like, oh, well, I can't, I can't have that because I have, I'm only, you know, 20 or I'm only 22 or however old. And so I think that that sort of like upbringing in that way really did affect subconsciously kind of like what I believed about myself and what I believed I was worth and that in think, that in success, you know? Oh, uh, totally. Like, do you think, yeah. um, when you read that book, you're all <laughs> yeah. about us at making money, it came from someone that you related to more. And so it landed on you completely different because all of a sudden it was the same advice everyone was giving, 
But when it comes from someone yeah. that you can see yourself being, it's like, wow, this is actually, this actually works. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And something I love about that book is she, Jen Sincero, she really talks about her own personal life, about how, you know, she was like literally having to find like change in the couch. I'm pretty sure I remember reading that. Yeah. I might be wrong, but um, <laughs> she was like literally having to like find money in order to like pay to have dinner. And I, I feel like I really just related to her on that level to some degree. And not that I have ever had to do that. And I'm grateful I haven't had to do that. But just coming from that same place, I was like, oh, she really gets it. And now she's at this place. Like, what is there that is separating her from what I want? You know what I mean? Like, is there anything that's actually different between the two of us? And I kind of realized like, actually, the only thing is what I believe about myself. And I think the same thing about you. You know, I look up to you and I think, I'm like, man, Jai is doing all these amazing things and he's hosting the biggest photography, biggest wedding photography workshops in the world. And I, I literally think like, I could do that. <laughs> like, there's nothing stopping me from doing that, you know? And so, I don't know, just kind of seeing it and it, it just clicked reading it and relating to her and being like, oh, like there's not something that's like different in her blood. It's something that I can also achieve. I just have to decide that. I love that so much. You know, what's interesting for myself, I've been working on my mindset for so long, but I I see the same thing. I'm like, man, it's nothing different between me and you. It's like what you believe about yourself and what you believe is possible. And then for me, I believe something totally different because of my upbringing, because of, you know, recent Mm -hmm. data of what I've tried and things like that. But do you think a lot of people default to giving themselves a reason why they it wouldn't work for them? So for instance, like for you, mm. for instance, you said like, Jai's running the biggest workshop in the world. I could do that. But do you think yeah. other people would see the same scenario and say, Jai's running the biggest workshop in the world. Yeah, but he has <laughs> money. He has yeah. connections. He has talent. He has skills. He has luck. Mm. He has like something else. So we discredit ourselves because we believe someone else has something that we don't have as default mm, straight away. Mm. Man, that's so true. And it's funny, like just even hearing you speak about that, I'm like, yeah, that's also still me. Like, and I also, I want of to course. say too, <laughs> yeah, like I still really struggle with this so much, just really digging deep into like, okay, what is actually stopping me from what I actually want? Mm. And I definitely think that there are these beliefs, it's easy for us to see someone else's success and to be like, oh, well, they've got all these connections, like you said, or, um, and I know you talked about that recently on another podcast and it's like, yeah, but you have those connections because you went out and you decided that you were going to go find them. And it's like, yes, that's true. You do have them, but like, it was still up to you to go find those connections. And so I think, yeah, we're always going to be making excuses to why we like to keep us in our comfort zone. And I catch myself doing this all the time. And it's something that I'm also really working on. So yeah, I think so, so often people hold themselves back uh, because they want to be comfortable and they don't want to do the things that other people haven't done and they don't want to try something new. And I mean, I do that all the time. It's interesting, like maybe, and there's so many limiting beliefs and things that we need to switch for ourselves, but maybe like, instead of trying to look at what the difference is, we need to look for the common ground. So what Mm. makes us more similar than more different? And then from there, it's like, there might be a lot of similarities that will put you in a category of that you could do what I do, if not better, 
bigger, crazier, you know what I mean? Because there's so many strands there. So like, it could be something like, you know, I feel like Jai's really resilient and I'm really resilient. I've been here for 10 years and there's yeah. been ups and downs and things. So then maybe that's what it took. You know what I mean? Yeah. So instead of like working at what the reasons why it won't work for, for ourselves, we need to start looking at what would make it work for me. And here's a real good trick. Yeah. Success always leaves clues. And so if you see someone that has some sort of success that you desire, chances are like, you don't want to go to the person that failed it, right? So for instance, like yeah, for me, if definitely. I want to write a book, I don't go to the 10 people that wanted to once write a book, but they never did it. And they all tell me that it's yeah. really hard. You shouldn't do it. But the problem is they're teaching me what not to do, which yeah. is awesome because I can learn from that. But what I would rather learn is what to do. And so mm-hmm. I would rather go to the person that's actually wrote the book and then get them to give me the perspective of what to do. So I don't use my energy and trying to avoid the things not to do, which funny enough, like I would say like maybe 80, 90% of us, we learn because we always say like, learn from other people's mistakes. Don't learn from other people's mistakes. I believe learn from other people's successes, because if you're spending your energy and time learning from other people's mistakes, you're going to have slightly more success, maybe, or maybe you don't, you're going to avoid that mistake, but you still don't have the answer to success. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I think that that is such a good thing to remember. And I think that's something that we all tend to do is like, we listen to the people who learned the hard way or whatever for, you know, in a negative way and like, Mm. oh, well, they learned the hard way not to do that. And it's like, okay, well that maybe was their story and that's not any less valid, but what works for them might be different for you. And it shouldn't keep you from doing what you want and trying new things and getting out of your comfort zone. I think that that's, yeah, I think that's such a good reminder. I love that. So let's sort of shift gears a little bit. There's so many times that we talk about like a limiting belief or there's Mm -hmm. like a bigger things, like maybe it's imposter syndrome, things like that. Do you find like, as you start becoming self-aware of like maybe your weaknesses and maybe your strengths and your own mindset and how you react to things, how you're making choices or how you're showing up or the stories that we tell ourselves, do you Mm -hmm. feel like it becomes easier and easier, like not easier to like sort of bust through limiting beliefs. And like, like I was saying, like, we're not just perfect thinking everything's awesome, but like, but like it becomes easier to identify the next thing you need to work on and then work through mm. that. And then it, it's easier for you to have that epiphany and have that click moment like you were talking about before. So they become more frequent almost. Yes, definitely. I feel like, I mean, obviously like the the first step is always the hardest, right? But once you're yeah. able to like take those steps and you've kind of done it before and you've been through this, like, Oh, like I had this limiting belief one time that I was able to work through. It does. That path does get clear. And you also like learn what to look out for. You know, it's like now, now I know <laughs> from the hard way, <laughs> if you will, now I know to look out for procrastination. It's like, okay, well, why am I procrastinating? Like, what's the belief behind that? Whereas before I probably would have just thought like, oh, well, I just have a problem with discipline and blah, blah, blah. But really like that stems from this idea that like, I'm not worthy of success or that if I have success, I'm not going to take care of it. And so I think kind of learning like at least one time with one big, you know, maybe not even a big thing, but with one instance, you start to realize, oh, those little things that I always thought were kind of like symptoms of something else, they actually are 
symptoms of this one thing and it's these limiting beliefs. And so I think that does become clear once you kind of go through that process and you're kind of guided, uh, hopefully with a professional, you know, but we don't all have that Hmm. opportunity. And so even if we're just journaling and even if we're just doing our own self-reflection and with our friends and with our family, I think, yeah, it gets a lot easier to know what to look for and to know what steps to take next in order to be your best self. What do you think his limiting belief actually is? Hmm. Oh, that is a good question. I think that it is something that it is a belief that we continue to believe, whether conscious or subconscious, that keeps us from actually getting where we want to go. And I think about what I want to accomplish and I want to travel the world and I want to be with all these amazing people and I want to see amazing places. And like, what are the things that are actually, when I think about it, I'm like, oh, but like right now I'm sitting in my house because I don't want to be too tired somewhere that I don't, like, I'm not familiar with, or I I don't want to be somewhere where I don't know anybody. And I think that it is these conscious or subconscious beliefs or ideas that we continue to choose to believe mm. that actually hold us back from what we we genuinely want. Love that. Yeah. I, I think it's like, it's our truth, but it may not be the truth. Yeah. And so it's, Absolutely. it's really interesting. Like we, we create this truth and I think, um, so going into the next thing, like a limiting yeah. belief, like it's, if you believe, for instance, that uh, you couldn't be a traveling wedding photographer, mm. and so you believe that, but other people see that you could, and they've yeah. got a roadmap of how you can. <laughs> yeah. But what's interesting is like when you have an epiphany, it's when you break the original limiting belief and you realize, and you're humble enough to realize that it's no yeah. longer your truth or it's not the truth. And yeah. I think that's when you sort of have that click moment of like, wait a second, why am I telling myself this? Yes. And then that's when you kind of break the shackles and go, there's actually a different truth. And I think yeah. to get to that point, it's really hard because you need to be self-aware mm-hmm. enough to know yes. that you're not always right. Yes. And that you need to sort of like move your ego to the side because that may be not the thing that's serving you at the time. Yeah. So do you think like right now, there's um many times when you're challenged with your beliefs and you allow that challenge to happen because you know that perhaps there you could form a new belief and when that happens do you do you feel like you've been liberated even in a small way yes oh my gosh absolutely i i kind of love that idea it's like it kind of makes me think <laughs> this might be a weird analogy but it kind of makes me think of like a sore muscle and it's like you know it kind of hurts to move but it's like the good thing and the thing that's going to make it better is to continue to move it. And I think that's kind of what I, I feel when I think about these limiting beliefs. And yes, it does take being self-aware enough and having the capacity to actually realize that, oh, like there is more out there for me. But yeah, I mean, I think the more that we do it, the better that we get. And I think now, you know, when these opportunities come up, like I remember you know, I just had a mentor session with you a couple or last week, I think it was. And, uh, we talked about, you know, just reaching out to people and being like, Hey, like I'm a traveling wedding photographer and like making this my truth. And in my like chest, I was feeling, I was like, Oh, this feels like so scary to like reach out to these people that I don't know. And to 
continue to talk about myself like that feels uncomfortable but mm-hmm. I was like but I know I know from experience I know that those things well maybe they won't always turn out like we can't always guarantee that it's gonna be successful either way it's going to help me become a better person a more self-aware person and that in itself in my opinion is success can you tell me over the last year since you had your first epiphany what is like the biggest self belief that you had like a limiting belief that you actually broke and you had an epiphany? Oh man. Yeah. That's a really (laughs) good question. And I'm trying to think, I'm like, oh my gosh, like it, cause it gets so deep and it gets so personal. And of course, course. with limiting beliefs, they are very persistent. You know, these are beliefs that we've picked up sometimes from generations and from different, you know, different stages of our lives and that we don't even realize. But I, I would say that and I, I am nowhere near being close to being done with this or working through this completely. But I would say that the biggest one that I really started working on is this belief that I am not worthy of success. And I would say that really is like when I boil it down, when, I, when I'm procrastinating or if I'm afraid to go introduce myself to someone or you know, whatever it may be, go up to someone and say, Hey, like I'm a traveling wedding photographer. I boil it down to this belief that like, Oh, I actually, I choose to believe that I'm not worthy of what I actually want. And to me, success is, you know, like having time for friends and family and having enough money to pay for them and to treat them and to work with people that I love and that I'm excited like to work with and to create art that I'm excited about um, and to have the money to do the things that I want to do outside of photography. But if that is my version of success and that is what I really want, what I'm telling myself when I am too afraid to go up to someone and say, Hey, I'm a traveling wedding photographer. Do you need a wedding photographer? What I'm really saying is like, actually you are not worthy of having what you really want. And so I just kind of then accept like, okay, but you know, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at, you know, like I've got a nice house and <laughs> this and that, but then, then we so you start justifying why you're not making yeah. those decisions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so that's, that's kind of like, at least for me, that's a thought process that kind of is going through my head. Can you tell me like when you did overcome like one of these limiting beliefs and, and the one that you're working on right now, it's like you mm. are worthy of like more, yeah. How's it making you act in your business? Like what difference oh, has it got on your life? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I remember kind of first learning about manifestation and affirmations and coming from a very conservative background, I kind of thought that it was silly and it was a lot of, you know, like voodoo stuff, you know, whatever, just stuff that I wasn't going to vibe with. And, and now I really see the value in using the present tense because I am, if I am worthy of success, which I am, I am very worthy of success. Even when I don't choose to believe that I make decisions that then, you know, lead to that success. And so I think at first when I kind of heard, and I was kind of like, Oh, like, what is this? You know, what is manifestation? What are affirmations? I was kind of like, Oh, that's silly. Like that feels weird. That feels, you know, silly. But now I'm like, now I see the value of saying it in present tense of like, I make healthy choices or I travel and I get out of my comfort zone because you have to become, you have to be making those small choices right now in order to be able to make those choices when the actual big moments come. 
So in order to sort of shift your own story and change those limiting beliefs and what you believe mm. about yourself, does it actually come down to the language that you use, the way that you speak to yourself? I think that does play a really big part. I don't think that that's necessarily the only thing. I think that having, you know, a circle of family or friends or, you know, whatever that may look like, it doesn't have to be family and it doesn't have to necessarily be friends, but I guess hopefully it would be friends. I think that it (laughs) is... Right, yeah. I don't think that they would want you to be successful, but I think it is having those people around you that even when you are at this place where you're like, oh man, like, I just don't want to show up today. I don't believe that I should be charging this much or I don't believe that anyone loves my work, whatever it may be, that they're able to also pull you back up and say like, no, that is not your truth. You know, like your truth is that you are worthy of success and that you are worthy of charging as much as you charge or whatever, you know, whatever the issue that you're dealing with may look like. And so I think, yes, a lot of it does have to do with consciously changing that language. But Mm -hmm. I also think, you know, being surrounded by people and also just being aware, something that I've realized is just being aware. And, you know, I do that sometimes by journaling or just by stopping myself and thinking like, okay, why am I actually feeling this way? So I think, yes, a lot of it has to do with the language and, and just surrounding yourself with people who also give you that language. So I guess the language, yes, (laughs) I guess it's all about the language. So people listening right now, would you say that, because I know a lot of people can get frustrated saying like, hey man, so I don't know what's happening. What's wrong with me? How come I'm not changing? How come I don't feel like I'm, I deserve oh, yeah. it? Or, I've got imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, is this something that happens overnight? Or is this something that's like continually, <laughs> like it's always continuously, always, always evolving, changing, and you're always learning something new about yourself? It is always happening. And you know, what's so funny is I feel like for a while, for like a good three months over like June through whatever three months would be. So June through September, I guess. This is why I'm an artist, right? I was like so pumped. I was like journaling every day. I was like meditating every day. I was, you know, just really, really living into it. And like the last like month, I've just been like, nah, like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Like, I don't want to do that. And, and it's like this ebb and flow of like, you know, sometimes, and, and I think that I think a lot of people who are listening are probably creative people. And even if they're not creative, they at least have a business and they know that it comes in cycles and that, and I mean, even Jai, you talk about that, you know, it comes in cycles where it is busy and it is good and things are selling. And then, you know, you have a downturn. And I think that that is so much a part of the personal growth as well. And I feel like I'm still just like at the very, very beginning of this journey. It's like, wow, like I've been on this a year. I've been doing this year. Yay. That's awesome. That does feel like a long time. But then I'm like, I have so much more to learn. And Mm. I also think too, that this is something I was really thinking a lot about last night is we really want things to be instantaneous. I mean, with Instagram and with so much of social media and even with like Amazon Prime or, you know, just life being so digital, we are so used to having those results so quickly. And that is just not how this works. And that drives me crazy. Like I will be the first to say like, literally, (laughs) I'm so, yes, exactly. And even with inquiries, I was thinking about this earlier, like as soon as someone inquires with me, I'm like, okay, are you going to book with me or not? Like, I need to know right now. <laughs> but it's just like, that's just not how this works. And that's not mm. how our brains have been created. And so I, 
it is totally just like a day by day. And some days it's going to feel way easier and some days it's going to feel way harder. And that's just how it is, unfortunately. (laughs) I think it really does come down to the habits that we create for ourselves Mm. as well. And I know for a fact, like, and everyone knows this, this is like, well, common knowledge that people that continually show up for themselves um, over a long period of time, like you said, like the old white guys that just worked and worked and worked and worked and then they get success, right? And so yeah. we know this formula works. It's like if you continue to do the yes. same thing over and over, something's going to happen. And so yes. I think for a lot of us, we need to change our habits. And it comes down to small things that we know that best serves us, even when we don't want to do it. So mm. for myself, I go for a walk every single day and I listen to podcasts yeah. and audiobooks every single day. And I have done so for years and I don't miss a day yeah. ever. Because yeah. I know even when it's raining, I don't want to go and do it, but I know how much better mm. my mindset will be yeah. and how much better like mood I'll be in and all that kind of stuff and and it's going towards something so lately I've been hearing people say stuff like um the reason why like in the military it's so important that you've got to make your bed it's not because you've got to have a a clean room it's because Mm. you've got to have the discipline of like doing the same thing over and over but having that um yeah it's basically having that discipline right and so even when you don't want to do it even when you are tired and you still got to get up at the same time (laughs) and then after a while it becomes like a habit, but it's a success habit because you are like making use of your time and you are doing something over and over and over. And I think for mindset, and I've got to say this, man, because I've been working on it actively for, you know, over 10 years now. Yeah. I feel like every single week I still have epiphanies and I'm still like, oh my God, (laughs) I've been trying to work through that limiting belief and finally I've just got through it and I broke my own glass ceiling and that means I'm Mm. at my next level. And what people don't realize is when you get to a new level, you also get a new floor. So when you get a new floor, Mm, it means you don't fall as low as you were before. So you have new beliefs of what you believe that you can do. So even if your ceiling doesn't get much higher, as long as that floor keeps coming up and it keeps coming up and then you realize that like, hey man, I am worthy of it. People have paid me this much before. I have booked clients. I do allow in success. I do have income, like, you know, whatever it is and however it looks for us. But um, I think that's really important to remember as well. Yeah, that is seriously so good. And I would say that right now, the number one thing that I struggle with is discipline. Mm. Um, I was thinking, even while you were just talking, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, I almost hear discipline as like a dirty word <laughs> because I'm like, I don't I want agree. to be disciplined. Like, I seriously, like, I agree. <laughs> I, yeah. And I think it's been, obviously it's been misused in so many ways and lots of different cultures and times and, you know, like situations that I think we have kind of this negative connotation with it. But when I think of myself, I'm like, I don't want to be disciplined. (laughs) Like that Mm. sounds boring. And I think that is like the number one thing that I'm struggling with right now. And actually I I've just started, I feel like so many people are going to be able to relate to this. I hope at least I, something that (laughs) I I've started to do is you know, it's so easy, like when we're doing tasks to just switch between different tabs and social medias and emails or whatever. And that's just kind of almost like the world that we live in. But something that I've been attempting to become more disciplined in is just focusing on one thing at a time. And man, that is so hard. Like that sounds so easy to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on editing this one photo right now, but then you get a notification and then, you know, your favorite song comes on and then this and that, but like that to me is 
one baby step of becoming disciplined. It's like learning to choose to stay focused regardless, even if I don't want to do it, which most of the time I want to go and take a nap in my bedroom. Let's be real. (laughs) Um, But I, yeah, I really think, and especially as artists, I also think that we there's sort of like the stigma that like we're rebels and we want to do something different. We don't want to be seen as disciplined. And so I think that that can be really harmful to us as entrepreneurs. And I I understand where that's coming from, but I I do think that that is part of why I kind of see it as a dirty word. And it's like, well, I don't like that word when I hear it, but it is so crucial. It is so crucial to success. And That is like the thing that I'm working on right now. And it's really hard. It's funny because as we go through different levels of growing and self-development stuff, like it's the same for me. I used to hate it like so much. I was like, man, I'm not doing that kind of stuff. And I hated (laughs) routine as well. And like, you know, everything was very spontaneous and stuff. But I realized like Mm. as things are going on, I'm like, man, I need to be more disciplined. And that's actually like thinking back, I'm like, People have been telling me that my whole life and I just realized like there's a place for this and I've always been so against it. But now I'm working my way through being comfortable with it and how that looks for me because it looks different for everyone. For instance, I don't make my own bed. Like I'm not doing that. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? But there's other things that I do where I will go for a walk every single morning, walk my dog or something. And I, there's certain things that I'll do every single day to make sure that I'm like on track of like, okay, I feel good you know, however that looks. Yeah. I think that's so good. And, and something that I've also kind of learned through this past year of just really digging deep into mindset is I try not to focus on the, and this, this also goes for so many other things like this goes for exercising or eating healthy or any other type of disciplinary action that is ultimately good for you. I try really hard not to think about how much I don't want to do it, but I try to think about Mm. how amazing it's going to feel and the type of person that I'm going to become. And that's where kind of going back to our our previous conversation about, you know, language, that's where it becomes so important to say, like, I make healthy choices because I am calm. Like when I make healthy choices, I am calm or whatever, you know, whatever the situation may be, I try really hard and I feel like so much, but I try really hard to remind myself, like, it's not about doing the action. It's about what I deserve from doing the action and doing it and showing up. And it's like, I deserve to live the life that I actually want. And if the life that I actually want requires me to show up every day, then I'm going to show up every day, even if I don't want to. And I think yes. kind of changing that mindset instead of thinking like, Oh, I have to show up to work today, or I have to put on pants today. <laughs> I think that it, it just reminding yourself of that present tense of like, I am a successful person and a successful person does these things. That has really been a game changer for me. That's sort of like, I always, you know, I always talk about this, but I always say like work for yourself, not for someone else. And that's why like when I was like working full time, all the people I'd work with, they're all like, man, I hate the boss and I, and I hate work and I hate showing up. And for me, like I would always show up an hour before everybody else would stay later. I'd work harder and I'd do that. And everyone's like, why are you doing that? Like, why are you working for the boss like that? Like, I'm not working for the boss, man. I'm working for me all the time. Right. And so I'd always go to the boss and say like, how can I make you more money? How can I make your life easier? Like, Mm. What can I do for you? Because I was always trying to progress myself. And I think too many people, we put emphasis and blame and, and responsibility on other people. And it could be yes. anyone. It could be the government, could be our parents, could be our yeah. friends, could be our could boss, be COVID. whatever it is. <laughs> could be COVID. 
But when you take full responsibility and you work for yourself and it's your own economy and it's your own mindset and everything, then I think everything changes for you. Yes. Oh my gosh. And that is what becomes your truth. I think a revelation that I had is like, it's not that there is one truth for everybody. It's that no, whatever we, yeah, like <laughs> what we choose to believe is our truth. If I choose to believe that I am never going to be successful, then that is true. Like then I'm yes. never going to be successful. And I think reminding yourself of that and just thinking like, okay, if I am going to be successful, I have to show up and I have to do these things. And so, yeah, I just think it's so important to remind yourself that. Well, it's funny because like what you're just saying there is like the thing stops with the thought before anything else, right? So if someone mm-hmm. says like, mm-hmm. oh, I could never afford that. Well, yeah. of course, because you've of already decided so. that. There's no no yeah. chance that you could ever afford that. Or if you say like, yes. hey, I can't afford that or something. It's like, I know you can't. Like, how do you yeah. know? You haven't looked at my bank accounts because yes. you decided, right? And so but beyond that, there isn't anything else until you decide that maybe I can afford it. I just don't have the money right now. Yeah. Then you've already closed off the conversation and you're not going to take any action. There's no choices towards it and you will never yeah. change. Yeah. And I think that is also like thinking kind of about COVID and how that has affected my business and my mindset. I think that it's, you know, easy to be like, oh, well, COVID's happening or there's a pandemic. Therefore, there's nothing that I can do. Then of course, there's absolutely nothing that you can do. But if you (laughs) choose to see it as like, actually, like I could start a podcast or I could, you know, get on Instagram and like start a new group or I could do this or I could do that. Like there are so many things, but it's like, of course, whatever you choose to believe about yourself is going to be your truth. And I think that is Yeah. And that is, that's why I really try to think about like, when I feel like I'm not worthy of success, whatever that may look like at the time, I really try to think like, okay, well, what am I actually saying? Because that's not true because Mm. I can literally do anything that I want and I can accomplish whatever my dreams are. And so, yeah, I think it's, that's where it comes in really, really big where you have to really be conscious of that language. I think so many people in the business map get so many massive results. It's actually pretty mind blowing yeah. like going through. Yeah, those, it saying, is. It's so mind-blowing. it really is. And I think one of the things is like, and people don't realize this is like the whole thing is actually geared around teaching mindset and for people to learn yes. mindset without yes. them even realizing. So yes. yeah, they're getting all the strategies, but what they don't realize mm-hmm. is like, I give you strategies because now you feel equipped with the right stuff and then you start getting results and then the confidence goes up and then a new belief comes in that you believe that maybe it's worth, like you are worth it and you can do it. And then you start seeing people stacking those wins. And then you start seeing, that's when you start seeing people going like, and I know it's crazy to the outside world, to anyone, (laughs) but people go like, I've changed my life. And it's yeah, when yeah. I hear that, I know I'm like, I know you have because yeah. I know what it's like to be stuck in a situation when like yes. everything else is to blame and you feel hopeless and there's nothing that you can do. And you're in a situation that you feel like you can't get out of. And I know what it's like yeah. to actually change and then go, I'm empowered and I've changed yes. what I believe about myself. And all of a sudden I've just opened up this new world. Yes. And I think that too is where just taking one step. I think it's so tiny little step, tiny tiny little step, step, no matter what. That's why I'm like, okay, you know what? My discipline right now (laughs) looks like focusing on one thing at a time. It's like, when you say it out loud, it sounds Mm -hmm. kind of silly, 
And I almost feel kind of like embarrassed uh, because it feels like it should be doing something big and elaborate and, you oh, know, totally. something that says something. But it's like, that is where the beauty of like taking one tiny step, like the beauty of taking, of just saying yes to the business app or just saying yes to, you know, whatever the situation may be, saying yes to a healthy meal or going on a walk. Oh my gosh, that's a big one for me right now. <laughs> that is where just taking one step gets you to the next step. And then you say yes again, and then it just continues to add up. And then we, before you know it, you've changed your life. Yeah. We always underestimate how much one small thing can change yeah. your whole business or your whole life. One small thing. Yes. And like a good yes. example, there's a famous quote, and I can't remember who said it. I think it was an old president or something that said, one small leak is going to sink a great ship. And it's so true, right? Yeah. And so often yeah. we think we're doing something small and it's like, oh, it's not big. It's not going to move the needle. Yeah. This is not anything. But we forget that it's like, it's all the small things that create the big thing. And you have to be comfortable with going over those small things, learning those small things, getting those small wins. So then the imposter syndrome can yeah. finally start breaking away because there's not one big event that's going to change your life. It's the oh accumulation gosh, yeah. of all the tiny things that built that strength for you to come to the conclusion that you can change your life. Yes. And with Instagram and with social media, it's really, and I know you have talked about this. I've heard you talk about it on your podcast. It's really easy to think that these things happen overnight because when we, you know, when we follow someone, we're just now like getting in on the action and it's like, okay, yes. Like, wow, they blew up overnight or they got so yeah. famous so fast. And it's like, no, you were doing this for like, however long, how long were you like before anyone started listening to you? It was probably like years and years and years. Definitely. And it's easy to think, it's easy to think, you know, like, oh man, well, they, it, it just happened for them. Like they just blew up overnight, but it's like, no, what really happened was you said yes <laughs> one day to one thing. And then you said yes to another thing the next day. And again and again, no matter how big, no matter how small. And it, it feels silly sometimes to celebrate the small wins, but they are just as big as the big ones. And I think that just remembering just one small step is equal to one big step to yeah. change your life. And, and you're completely right. Like we've shown up over and over and a lot of people don't see it, right? So I'm sitting here right now having a podcast interview with you and I've got lots mm -hmm. of listeners and it's amazing, right? Yeah. But it's funny because yeah. I'm still here doing it, even though I've yeah. got lots of listeners, do I need to do it? Mm, I don't know, maybe not. But right. was I doing it two years ago when no one was listening? Yeah, definitely. Was I running yeah. workshops when no one was buying tickets? I definitely was. Was I still sitting here teaching? Yeah, man. Nothing has changed. Consistency yes. over and over and over and over. And it's built my strength to be able to keep showing up and be able to keep working on my mindset. And I think, and sort of just to wrap this up is like to be humble enough to know that you don't know anything and you're always yeah. the student and you're always learning and you're always, always looking for the next person that can teach you something that's going to take you to your next level of self. Yes. And that's, that's the beauty. I want to, I want to just say one thing that I thought of when I was thinking about kind of what I wanted to talk about. And I remember after you interviewed me for the uh, pricing with purpose, I literally thought that you were going to ask me about the business map. <laughs> and I was like, prepared to be like, yeah, like I have, you know, now I hit six figures and this one. <laughs> and I was like planning to like talk about all of that. And then you were like, okay, well, let's talk about, you know, what you think about success and this and that. And it got so deep so fast. And I remember just feeling so humbled by the response and by, 
talking to all these people who had the same, or maybe not the same, but very similar experiences that I did. And I remember I posted this on my Instagram story and I said, oh my gosh, what an amazing feeling that this is just the beginning. And you actually, and I tagged you in it and you actually responded back and said, man, this is how I feel every day. Like every single day you wake up and it's just the beginning of living your dream. And I think that that is such a good reminder. And of course, sometimes it feels like you gotta, you gotta tempt yourself to get out of bed with a cup of coffee or whatever it may be. But this is just the beginning. If you show up every day, it is just the beginning of living your dream. And I will always treasure that little interaction and that feeling of knowing like, this is just the beginning. It is. And it's so crazy. It's so crazy to be in that like slipstream of just understanding that it is the beginning and no matter how crazy things get and how big the events is and whatever, it's always like, well, tomorrow something new's happening and who knows, who knows what door this is going to open. I always think about this. I'm like, I don't know who's going to listen to this podcast episode. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know if it's going to go viral. I don't know if someone's going to listen to it and ask me to speak on something else. And I just think of like, man, it's just endless. The, The opportunities that I have every single day is worth waking up and showing up for every single day, you know, with a hundred percent energy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's so exciting. Cause it's like, okay, like what's going to happen next, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, what a wonderful feeling to wake up with. And you know, you don't always wake up with that feeling, but that doesn't mean that it's not true. And yeah, I just, I love just the idea of like, this is the beginning and we're all like getting to live our dreams. Have you got any last final thoughts that you want to share with us before we wrap up? Any advice or any last man. words of wisdom from your journey to someone else's? Oh man, uh, put on the pressure. Um, <laughs> yes. So I, I would say honestly that journaling has been really helpful for me and just having like a stream of consciousness journal session where it's a safe place, no matter what's on my mind, the grammar can be totally wrong. I can misspell words, which as a perfectionist is really hard, (laughs) but having a safe place to just really write out, you know, what's important to you, what you're feeling that has really helped me become really clear on what is important to me and what I actually want to achieve in life. And so that has been really helpful. And just spending time, you know, in the morning or in the evening, I know it looks different for everyone. For me, it's in the morning. But just to spend that time with yourself, to be real, to be honest, and to just get it all out and, you know, really see like what comes up in those journals, like I, or in the entries or, you know, however you choose to do it, I feel like it will show itself. And so that has honestly been one of the biggest things is just showing up. And like I said, like this past month, I've been like, no, I don't want to journal. I think I've journaled like maybe once or twice. So I need to take my own advice and get back to it. But that has really, really been helpful for me in the past. Awesome. Hey, what channels can we find you on if you want to get over and say hello? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at emily.steward. And that is steward with a D at the end, not a T. Um, just so everyone knows. And then obviously I've got, you know, I've got a Facebook and I've got a website and my website is just emilysteward.com. It's all pretty easy. You can just type in my name and it'll pop up somewhere. So (laughs) awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show for us and speaking to my audience. And I know this is going to help so many people and I really appreciate you. And I love this conversation. Oh, thank you so much, Jai. This is such a dream come true. I'm really, really grateful. Thank you.